Hello, hello, beautiful, wonderful people. Welcome back to Philosophy with Z. I'm so glad you're here with me as we continue on our journey of positive intelligence. And today we are on chapter 10. This is the case study, Leading Self and Team. Now, I really loved this chapter because it just put everything into such a real perspective for me. Like a lot of these principles and concepts are kind of abstract and they're just like, oh, you can apply it to situations like this type thing. So I like this chapter because it made it real life. And so if you remember in the beginning, we were talking about a CEO named Frank and his company had kind of um, like something happened and they their value went down a lot. They lost customers, their stock value went down, their revenue went down and they were just overall like not having a good time. And so he, Frank, he was trying to encourage more positivity but he did it through great frustration and ongoing negativity. So he focused more on punishing than he did on celebrating, like, like the, the victories, even the small victories. And I think that I've heard this said in, in corporate world, it's like the carrot versus the stick or something. Like, people would rather run towards a carrot than run away from a stick. Something like that. Um, and I also feel like it's the same concept of, like, you can't fight peace. Oh, sorry. You can't fight war. Ugh, how am I trying to say it? You can't, like, be fighting a war for the purpose of getting peace. Like, you can't get, like, light when you, by fighting fire with fire like it's not gonna work out that way if you fight fire with fire you just get ashes there's no winners okay i digress a little bit so he first works with frank shirzad he first works with frank on acknowledging his saboteurs and consequently strengthening his sages and once Frank kind of gets in a good place within himself with his um, saboteur and sage balance, then he is able to bring it to his team. But before he gets to that point, he kind of had an emotional breakdown and cried in front of his 10-year-old daughter. And she actually comforted him and told him everything would be okay. And I love that Shirzad put that in this chapter because really that's that's what our sage power is. It's our inner child letting us know everything is okay. Whatever's going on is going to be okay. So I just really appreciate that he added that in there because like we all have that, that little kid deep inside of us that is so full of hope and wonder and curiosity that no matter what's going on, they're just going to be like, Okay, cool. Let's just see what happens next. <laughs> so, yeah, that was just fun for me. And so, as we move on, he begins with Frank with the three gifts technique. And if you can recall, that is basically when you take your current situation and you think up three different ways that it could potentially be a gift or opportunity. 
He kind of struggled with it at first, but he came up with a few ideas. And it was just enough to get him leaving that negative vortex and coming up into a more positive vortex. So he was challenged to do some PQ practices every day. And again, Shirzad recommends doing 100 reps a day, which isn't actually too hard to do if you can remember to do them because they can just take up 10 seconds, couple minutes, three, five minutes at a time. And most people are awake for like at least 16 hours a day. So, cause you know, if we are supposed to get eight hours of sleep, then you're awake for 16. I know people who are awake for many more hours than 16 a day. So if you could just do a few, a couple minutes every hour, then it would get you where you needed to be. So I like to have an hourly alarm set so that I can at least do um, kind of an assessment of myself. See where I am mentally, physically, spiritually, see what I accomplished this last hour or what I am looking forward to accomplishing this coming hour. And during that in-between time, I, I do a couple PQ reps. I My favorite one is just touching my fingertips together uh, and just listening to myself breathe and feeling my lungs inflate just really being very mindful and coming back to my body grounding in the present moment and so once he you know he struggled at first getting these reps in but once he got to a pretty consistent practice he felt confident enough to take all this to his team so he began his board meetings by asking given our current crisis what is the best thing we could do that will let me see what do we need to do so that within three years we can say this current crisis was the best thing that could have happened to our company and i like that way of asking the question because it's action oriented and it gives a self-fulfilling prophecy towards the direction you want it to go rather than asking like oh how can we like fight this like oh how can we make sure we don't fall under completely like how are we going to handle this bad situation the way you ask the question is so so important so we have five sage powers because we're, we're going to get into the the team case study so we have our five sage powers the empathize the explore the innovate navigate and activate and it's kind of just like a one two three four five taking steps so we begin with empathize and this is just when Shirzai says that you can play this game where you imagine your childhood self or your co-workers childhood self and you just see that they're just this cute little innocent kid deep down and I like to think that when people are acting up or acting out it's because something else is wrong with them and they don't know how to handle the feelings about it so they kind of project it onto other people and situations because I really believe generally people don't want to hurt each other. We just kind of do it inadvertently, mostly because we're hurting and we don't know how to deal with it. So I especially love this empathize power because even towards myself, especially towards myself, when I notice that I'm acting up and acting out, I'm like, okay, what's going on? Because I don't need to be acting this way. This isn't me. 
this feels weird it feels strangely comfortable and i don't like this <laughs> so it's my opportunity to just to ground myself and do a couple pq reps and just ask myself like what's going on like what do you need right now and kind of have this dialogue with myself and granted sometimes i just fall asleep because typically i like to lay down when i when i'm asking myself these questions but sometimes that's it i was just cranky and i needed a nap <laughs> so i like the empathize power because when you're working with others especially when you empathize with them you can just feel their points of view you don't necessarily have to condone their behavior or whatever but we all make mistakes so when you can just acknowledge that someone made a mistake and they probably feel bad for it just leave it at that and so that actually goes straight into the next um, sage power the explore so once we get past empathizing for the mistakes i've made and you've made we can begin to explore these mistakes we can explore them objectively. They call it a blameless autopsy, actually, a blameless autopsy. So we can dissect the problem at hand without blaming you or me or anyone else. Let's just look at it and see what it is. It is what it is. Let's just talk about it. And so I like this one because it's just open discussion and curiosity about what's going on. And so this team in particular realized that they lost customers because they kind of got off track to their original mission. So they decided to call some clients that they lost and ask them where they went wrong. And although that could be kind of uncomfortable, it's important to remember that we're coming from a sage perspective. So we're in a positive mental space. So it's not going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be fun, imaginative, and explorative because we are in sage mode. If we were in saboteur mode, then yeah, it would feel uncomfortable. That's going to be weird. Like, oh, what might they say? Like, it's going to not be fun. But we're not coming from saboteur land. We're coming from sage land. So after we figure out what happened, what's going on, we want to move to the innovate stage. And this one is fun because the objective is to just come up with ideas. And so Frank actually put up signs that say no judge because it's really important to just get out the ideas rather than assess any of them. Because once you get into the assessment mode, it stops the flow of inspiration. And typically it can turn into a whole discussion like, people might may or may not try to convince you that your idea is not going to work when that's not the point of this whole conversation you don't have to prove anyone right or wrong you just get stuff out of your head and so they did that this team did that and they came up with like almost 200 ideas in less than an hour and they like they did that that was their their own work at hand these people did it the team did it no one else outside of them did it for them the team worked together to create some ideas and so after we have gone through this innovation moments we move on 
to the navigate moment. And it just continues to flow. Like this is such a beautiful process. We navigate, we figure out, like he has a, a flash forward game. So we figure out at the end of my life or at the end of my career, at the end of these three years, what will I wish, I, how will I wish I had conducted myself in this period regardless of outcome? And I love that he says regardless of outcome because more money is not always the answer. Greater achievements are not necessarily the answer or greater success is not necessarily the answer. It's for me, my perspective is that this is a matter of progress. So you don't have to do everything perfect in, in exactly X amount of time, but as long as you are working towards agreed upon goal between yourself or others, then you are successful, you are achieving. You might not have the end result yet, but isn't the journey where it's all at? You know what I'm saying? Like the journey is where the growth occurs. The journey is the, the like the bread and butter. Well, I'm gonna say it's like the meat and cheese and lettuce and tomato. It's like all the good stuff inside of the bun. Everything that makes your goal worthy of reaching happens along the journey. So I digress a little bit with that one, but I just love goals and progress. So they decide as a team based on how we want to treat this and how we want our business to be later, we can decide which of these ideas is our best game plan. And so they, like I said before, they agreed that they had kind of got off track from their original purpose. So they just all unanimously agreed to just double down on that original promise. And instead of pursuing other opportunities and like trying to grow in other areas, while some areas are neglected, they're just focusing on what they're good at, focusing on what they came to do and focusing on what their customers love from them. And that's, that's the process. Next up, the last thing is just to activate. Now, Frank was a little skeptical about this whole process because he was just like, it can't be that easy, can it? Well, the paradox of the sage perspective is that it is actually easier and more productive because you are coming from a good mental place. So it's just easier to do anything. And because you're coming from this good place, whatever you accomplish will be good. Whatever your idea is, whatever the implementation is, it will be good. And the beautiful thing is, even if it explodes in your face, even if it turns out to be the worst idea, you know that you did your best and you know that you put in every bit of effort you could, took all the steps necessary, and it just so happened that wasn't the one. But the good news is there are always more ideas. There's always more things to try. Giving up is not an option because we are in the realm of infinite potential. So once we get into this activate mode as a team, they work together, make the goal happen. And like I said, it's awesome because it's coming from a pure place from within. It's not like muddled up and dramatic and sad and angry and frustrated as it would be coming from the saboteur brain. So 
they like to say, Frank likes to say that he wants his team to be like samurai warriors. You know, they're centered and calm in the middle of the greatest fights so they can keep their energy focused on the goal at hand. They're, they're never frenzied or anything like that because they are centered and focused. So as we, as I wrap up this case study, they did everything they needed to to get the ball rolling, the momentum. They got the positive vortex flowing and it's so good to see. It says that within six months, they got within 80% of their pre-crash levels and within 18 months, they were fully recovered. And that's that. It just takes time and effort. Doing things in a certain way so that you achieve a certain daily action. Because I don't want to say achieve the goal. Because I said the goal is not the whole purpose. The journey is the most important part. Because every time you reach a goal, there will just be another one to reach. So I just love seeing myself becoming more of myself on this journey. Getting to know me and my abilities better. And getting to know my insecurities and my saboteurs better. So that I can be a better, stronger, more authentic me. So a game that Shirzad likes to play and one that I have been learning how to implement as well is just the preemptive game. So when I have a new goal or like the team, when they had this new goal that they were working towards, they would ask themselves, which one of my saboteurs might try to stop me from doing this? So for me, my avoider and my restless saboteurs run rampant. I will avoid doing something and keep myself so busy with other things that I think that I was productive that day, but really I was just doing a bunch of nonsense and actually avoiding the thing I really needed to do because it was kind of unpleasant and I didn't feel like doing it. So that's mine. That's a me problem. So when I set out for this new goal, I'm like, okay, I know, I know what you're going to say, brain. I know what's going to happen up in there and I do not have to let it run me. I don't have to believe those thoughts. I can choose different. And that's just like the greatest gift ever, is being able to choose. And so I'd like to wrap up this episode with the last paragraph from this chapter. And I quote, Frank recently told me that his greatest gratitude was actually not for the recovery of his company, he was most grateful for having discovered the self-fulfilling nature of his sage and for having exposed the hidden powers of his saboteurs. He said that with the sage's growing strength, he no longer felt the desperate need for the company to succeed in order for him to be happy. His elevated PQ had allowed him to see that his happiness was not dependent on the external circumstances of his life. He found it paradoxical that his not needing to succeed so desperately was actually ensuring greater success. I assured him that with his growing sage powers, he would discover many more such paradoxes. <laughs> I love that. All the things that we can learn. So that's all. That's all folks for this chapter. The next chapter is chapter 11, 
it will be another case study on deepening relationships through conflict. Definitely something that everybody can relate to. And after this, there's only two more chapters. There's 13 chapters in this book. And then we will be on to the next. So, as always, if you need me, I'm here. You know how to... Of course, I am here for you on this journey. And I'd love to help you in any way that I can. Just let me know. Until next time, beautiful, wonderful people. Peace, love, and blessings.